So hello and welcome back to the Lift With Eva podcast. I hope you're all having a fab December. I do not feel Christmassy at all yet. Obviously I'm in Canada, I'm away from family and yeah, it just doesn't really feel like Christmassy, but I hope you're all having a really good time. Um, So this podcast is going to be the last one I do on muscle building for a few weeks. Obviously that's like my main topic and what I'm really passionate about as a coach. So I've gone through like the fundamentals. So today, like I mentioned, I'm going to be basically talking about myself. So I'm going to be talking about the build I'm doing at the moment, my history with builds, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I've structured it, and maybe the considerations that you should be thinking about if you're going to do this in the new year. So this is really only my second build. I know as a coach who focuses on muscle building, I think people presume that I've done this a lot more, but it's really only the second one I have done. So I've kind of got to where I am without doing like distinct build and cut phases. So hopefully that like tells you guys you don't need to do this. And the first one, I wouldn't really class it as a proper build. It was a bit disastrous, if I'm honest. Um, when it comes to PTs and coaches, I think there's this presumption and misconception that we've always done everything really perfectly, but it is a lot of the time the opposite. Um, so a lot of the time we've made bigger mistakes than what most people have made done more embarrassing things in the gym and learned from it which is why we've become coaches so my first build was in I want to say 2020 or 2021 I think 2021 and when gyms kind of opened back up again and it was just really yeah really disastrous it was my first year of being a busy busy coach and with that came not much sleep. So, you know, 5.15 get-ups, getting home at 8 or 9 p.m., having four to six hours of sleep most nights. I was just knackered and it wasn't the right time, but I was just really insistent on wanting to build muscle and I shouldn't have done this. is a lesson I learned. If it's not the right time, don't do it. Um, but sleep essentially controls your hunger hormones. It regulates them. And when you're not sleeping, you'll probably find you are absolutely starving all the time. And no matter how much you eat, you will never feel satisfied. And that was me for a good well, probably a year, but I did this build for about six months. I was eating way more than I should have done. I was probably eating close to 3,000 calories a day and I'm only five foot four. And I don't move that much. Like I walk and I lift, but you know, I'm not a marathon runner. Um, so yeah, I was eating way more than I needed to get me through my days. I gained way more weight than I had planned. At the time, I just didn't care because I was so busy. I just wanted the food to help me. But I probably put on about 16 to 18 pounds in that six months. And the intention was around like six to eight. So yeah, it was over double. And a lot of it was body fat because my sleep sucked. My nutrition quality was good, but it was too much of it. My training was terrible. Like I was doing it, but the quality was poor. My intensity was poor. I wasn't, my heart wasn't in it and I was struggling. I was so fatigued. So yeah, it was just a bit of a fail. And it just goes to show that just like being consistent with training and eating loads of food doesn't mean you're going to build muscle. You need other aspects for going really well as well. So why am I doing one again? So ultimately my goal is the same. I want to build more muscle. I want to build as much muscle as possible naturally. Um, in the gym, I want to be strong and this will help me maximize that. I am at a point in my training where progression doesn't necessarily come easily. Like certain lifts are hitting a ceiling, like a, a natural genetic ceiling my shoulder presses for example I have been stuck between like 20 kgs and 22 kgs for a year last Christmas my goal was to get one 22 kg press I did it but then moving to Canada and like not training as much I'm lost some of my strength so my goal again is to get back up to that and be able to do it for a couple more reps this year so the fact that I'm trying to move up one step across the whole year I guess indicates where I'm at in some of my lifts now I've been lifting for quite a while contrast that to some of my clients and they're making progress every single 
week because they're relatively new and progression is one thing I really nail down on as a coach. And just in general, I want to see what my body is capable of whilst, you know, it's the best time for me to do that. Obviously, as time goes on, I'll just continue to build strength and muscle mass. But arguably, you know, in our 20s, we're our kind of prime in making the most of this, not just physiologically, but also time as well. Like we generally, a lot of people don't have as many time constraints. We don't have kids or parents to look after. Obviously, that's not the case for everyone, but it's the case for a lot of people. And then when we hit 30, which I'm not that far off now, I have my 28th birthday in about four weeks, your muscle mass will naturally decline every decade after you hit 30 if you do nothing about it. And arguably it does potentially get a bit harder to build muscle the older we get. Really not impossible, completely doable, I want to emphasise that, but maybe a tiny bit harder. So I just want to make the most of it whilst it's easiest for me. And the final thing I'm going to say before I start talking about my build is that you need to go in for the right reasons, not because you think it's a quick solution, because it's not. You need to be comfortable with the scale going up, not being your leanest for a long time. You're dedicating six to 12 months to this. I know a lot of people go into it with the end goal being like as small and lean as they possibly can be, but that's not really my goal. I'm not focusing on the end point too much. I'm just focusing on the build itself and making the most of it with every training phase that I go through. And my end goal is essentially going back down to my most comfortable weight, which I'm going to mention. So if you don't want to hear it, skip this bit. Um, But my most comfortable weight is around 140 to 145 pounds. That is a weight that I can really comfortably sustain with training, a good amount of steps, whilst also like living the life I want to live. I don't necessarily go out to eat and drink that much, but I can, you know, do all my hobbies, enjoy a coffee and a pastry and like be comfortably at that weight without being restrictive I have been about 10 pounds lighter than that at my absolute leanest and obviously I'm not gonna lie at the time I felt great but it just wasn't sustainable I couldn't sustain that for more than maybe six to eight weeks before I just felt really restricted so my goal isn't to be as small and as lean as I can be I will always know in the back of my mind I could in air quotes look better because a lot of people presume that leaner is better um especially in my industry and especially how like people perceive trainers on instagram most people want us to look insanely lean um or presume that leanness equates to knowledge it doesn't so i know that i could push myself to be leaner but i don't want to so my end goal is to basically for that comfortable way to look stronger be stronger so that's what i'm gonna try and do so how am i structuring it so i always think long term with nutrition what I do for myself and for my clients so I'm thinking across the next 12 to 24 months what do I want to be doing which I know can sound a bit overwhelming but it is a long-term goal so I want to be building for about 12 months I have kind of decided so I started this in October I am my first section of my build is five months long so it's going to take me through to the end of Feb reason being I have two pretty big weddings in May of my brother and a really long-term friend that I want to well, ultimately I need to fit back into a bridesmaid's dress. So I got the dress when I was pre-build. At the end of the build, it's probably not gonna fit. So I know you shouldn't diet down to fit a dress. And I completely agree. We shouldn't just be chasing small dress sizes. But when you have a bridesmaid's dress that is, you know, can't be made bigger, it can be made smaller. I need to make sure I fit into that again. So it is gonna be in two phases. So I'm gonna have an eight to 10 week cut starting at the end of February where I will lose maybe eight to 12 pounds. I can say that pretty confidently. And then May, I'll just sit at maintenance, enjoy, I'm gonna be at home for a bit, so enjoy being at home for a bit. And then June through till January, 2025, I will most likely be building again. When 
January 2025 comes around, I will decide whether I want to do a cut and then stay at maintenance for a while, or if I just keep going. There is no real end point for a bulk. When it comes to fat loss, I do like to have a bit of an end point for clients because it is mentally fatiguing and physiologically fatiguing, but bulks are not, they don't have the same effect. So you can keep going for as long as you're comfortable, but I usually say it's time to stop when you just can't digest that much food anymore. It is you know, interrupting your digestive system, causing you discomfort. Maybe you're bored of fitness being a big priority and you want it to take a step back for a while. You're happy with the amount of muscle and strength you have built and maybe you just want to focus on something else. So yeah, that's usually why we'd end a build. So I started mine in October and the first thing I did was actually take two weeks to establish my maintenance. So when I went into my build, I wasn't tracking my food, but I am if you are, you know, okay with doing this, a pretty big proponent of using a method like tracking when you're cutting and bilking or bil- bilking. That was a mix of building and bulking, <laughs> of cutting and bulking, of using some form of nutritional regulation because they are pretty precise goals to be chasing. So we need some like pretty precise methods in place. It's not to say it's necessary, but um, it is the method that I use and maybe 70% of my clients use. So I spent two weeks re, like retracking, kind of guessing my maintenance, figuring out what it was, starting to weigh myself again. And then when I felt like I had a pretty good idea, I added on about 7%. So I go for between five and 10%. I went for seven, which took me up to around 2,350 calories. So that was my starting point. My protein was around 130 grams to 150 grams. Ranges work best for me. I don't ever force myself or clients to stress about hitting one exact number because I just find it does not work best for the majority of people. And then fats, I have tried to increase mine. For some reason, I tend to lean towards a massively carb-heavy diet and a lower fat diet. That's just my natural eating habits. But I don't want to be below like 45, 50 grams of fat for health reasons. So I'm trying to eat around 60 grams and the rest is carbs. So carbs, somewhere between probably 250 and 300 grams daily. The main thing to me is I hit my calories, I hit my protein. Everything else, I'm just not that bothered about. I... I'm not a competitive bodybuilder. I might have considered it a few years ago, but it's just no, absolutely not for me. Not how I want to live my life. I don't want fitness to be that big of a priority, you know, coming from a coach as well. I just just don't want it to take over. And I just have no interest in being that diligent anymore. So ranges for me work best. And then with my training. So training shouldn't really change whether you're in um, a bulk, a maintenance phase or a cup. We're always training to build muscle and strength. But I did bump it up from five, sorry, from like three to four times a week to five. So obviously I moved not long before I did this and my training was, well, it had to be reduced because I just, you know, I was moving around. So I was probably training around three times per week. Then my usual number is around four. But the reason I put it up is because, well, it's not because it's necessary. You don't have to train five times a week a week to be in a building phase, but I was finally enjoying training for the first time in a really long time, probably about a year and a half, like consistently enjoying it. I had more time now that I mostly work online and I had more energy now that I'm not going into work at 6am. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to do five, see how it goes, make the most of it. And then I'll just sit back down if um, I want to. So I'm still doing five. I'm about two to three months in. I'm going to probably do this until February then I might drop it down to four over summer when I'll be out in Canada enjoying like different activities 
And then my goals in my training. So I always have strength goals. I really recommend everyone does. My goals are to get back to pressing 22 kgs, doing it for reps. I want to get back to squatting 100 kgs or more. I haven't squatted consistently in a really long time. If you follow Instagram, you'll know that um, well, you might have seen on my stories that I injured my hip quite a while ago, a few years ago, and they just never felt good, but they're finally feeling good. And hip thrust, I want to get back to hip thrusting 200 kgs or more. So yeah, they're the three big lifts that I'm going to be chasing. So I think it's important to have these goals alongside physique goals. So we're not purely physique based, but physique wise, um, my goals are to build my quads, my calves and my shoulders mostly but my programming is balanced. But they're the three muscle groups I really want to target. I spent ages focusing on glutes years ago and I'm just bored. So although hip thrusts are obviously glute focused, I've got a strength goal for them, but I don't really have a goal of building my glutes. But usually they're the thing for me that I build easier. My quads refuse, absolutely refuse. I also want to enjoy a bit more food flexibility. So obviously I moved away and although culturally the food isn't that different, I just want to enjoy going to new places, trying new restaurants, having a bit more flexibility. And I build is a really good pl- place and time for me to do that because if the scale goes up, it's not a bad thing. It's exactly what I want. In saying that though, when I started this build, I was kind of debating doing it or not. I had the intention all year to start now, but then before I moved, I wasn't exercising as much I wasn't moving as much I wasn't running I wasn't getting as many steps and I did end up putting on a few pounds then obviously I moved to Canada and then the first few weeks I wasn't really doing much as well it was more of a holiday and I put on a few more pounds so I actually ended up going into this build at the weight I thought I was going to finish it so I was about you know maybe five or six pounds up so I had a bit of a minor crisis where I was like you know I don't want to be starting a build already like feeling a little bit I'm going to use the word like fluffy um or just knowing that I was gonna to have to put on more body weight and body fat but I gave it a few days before I made the decision and yeah I was tempted to jump back into a deficit but I also have to like practice what I preach I tell you guys all the time to not just jump back to being comfortable not to jump back to losing body fat because that feels comfortable for most women that goal so yeah push through that discomfort and that is something you're probably gonna to have to do in a build you have to get uncomfortable being a bit uncomfortable and not let that voice that's always telling you to be smaller and lose body fat take over and just remember that fat loss is always there in the future and you should be doing it for the right reasons for me going on holiday having a nice time and then putting on a few pounds isn't a good enough reason for me to then jump back into a fat loss phase because they are taxing they are mentally fatiguing I just knew I needed to give it a few days and yeah to let that that thought process kind of breeze over so I am now two to three months in and I would say it has actually gone pretty well my weight has moved up steadily so I'm looking for a one percent increase on the scale monthly it did jump up a little bit at the start of December but that is kind of to be expected in that period um especially because I'm not trying to be that diligent um so I started at around 148 pounds I'm now now around 152 which is a pretty perfect increase each month it's a sign I'm doing things really well this time and in terms of how diligent I'm being I am tracking I'm mapping out my meals on a Sunday I'm doing a food shop I'm making sure I hit my protein and that's kind of it that's as diligent as I want to be I give myself a bit more flexibility along the way and then alongside that as well as like my weight showing that things are going well I'm looking at my gym sessions that are my gym sessions largely feeling good you know despite the odd session that feels 
like crap because of maybe hormones um are your weights increasing is your strength improving and can you visually see any difference in muscle mass this one's a bit of like an iffy one because if you're starting your build at a slightly higher body fat percentage then you're not going to visibly see it if you start leaner you probably have a better chance but i can tell my quads are getting a bit bigger i can also feel that my glutes are getting a bit bigger firmer despite them also having and carrying more body fat and I can tell that because I always get more cellulite when I go into a build um because a lot of my fat tends to gather there but I can also tell my glutes underneath are getting stronger and bigger and then my shoulders as well and triceps so I can see certain muscle groups are actually growing so yeah I am pretty happy with how it is going at the moment obviously you'll have periods of self-doubt and have periods of wondering whether it is the right goal but ultimately if your long-term goal is to have more muscle then this is probably a phase you'll have to go through at some point that being said you can do this at maintenance don't do this or think you have to do this if you are a beginner if you're still making amazing progress sitting at maintenance you don't need to do this I think builds personally after people who tend to have been training for maybe like a year or two and have hit a bit of a ceiling with some of their lifts they're not making progress as quickly they're nailing their training they're nailing hitting their protein that you know they know how to train really well they've got those skills that is when it is probably the time to do a build so I now have about two to three months to go until like phase one of the build is complete I'll go into that eight to ten week period of fat loss and you know, it's not my first rodeo with fat loss. I know how to do it. I've got those tools. I will, I say will, I'm being probably overly confident, but I will probably lose eight to 12 pounds in that time. It's a pretty decent rate of fat loss, not too aggressive, also not too small. And yeah, I know exactly how to execute that, which is kind of the beauty of having these tools. And it's what I teach my clients as well. I don't just dictate numbers to them. They understand why they're doing it. So they have that in their back pocket if they ever need it again. So if you are thinking about building next year, I would say make sure you're in a good place for it. Have a positive relationship with yourself, with food, already have the skills in place. The same as fat loss, you need to already have the skills in place before you pull the trigger and it makes it so much easier. And don't feel pressure to do these bulking and cutting cycles if they're not for you just because everyone else is doing them. There's lots and lots of different ways to make progress and it will look different to everyone if you are thinking about it and you haven't downloaded the free muscle building manual on my instagram yet definitely go for it you'll get a couple of emails and you'll get a free guide sent to you as well so i really recommend that and then if it is your first time i of course recommend working with a coach for support accountability to lay out the structure for you and how to teach you and to teach you how to do it effectively then again you have that in your back pocket so of course you can reach out for coaching if you want to get set up for the new year make sure you do it in that period between Christmas and the 1st of Jan. So that is everything from me. Next week, I'm going to do one on goal setting, obviously a really fitting time, probably quite predictable, but that's what it will be on. So hopefully you'll stick around for that podcast.